right, you ready to get started, pal? Almost, almost. All right. Set these levels. Type all right. these numbers in here. Getting all, right. all the levels. Hold on. Engineer TJ, turn that one level up. No, the other one to the left. There. That sounds good. All right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, I guess we should uh, start recording now. I am recording. I am recording indeed. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we should start talking now about the movie. Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. Welcome to... Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. All right, all right, all right, all right. As famously said by Logan just now. Yeah. Uh, I can't pronounce these names, apparently. I'll pronounce them. You you do all the other parts, and then I'll jump in and say the names when there's a weird silence. This week's mer- movie is Turbo Kid, directed by... François Simel. And... Anouk Whistle. <laughs> and... Yoen Car Whistle! Alright, cool, cool. It was also written by those guys, too. Written and directed. Written and directed by... Hey, I'm getting... <laughs> I'm getting a note here from our research department. Uh, two of the three writer-directors of this film have the same last name. Uh, are they related? Are they married, or is it just a coincidence? Who knows? I sure don't. Me either. That's the scoop from the research department. All right, but this week's movie is Turbo Kid, and you heard who it was directed by. And it's about this post-apocalyptic world that's set in, was it 1990-something? 1992? Uh, I was thinking 97 for some reason, but I don't remember. Uh, Maybe I should check that out. I should do some research on that. Hold on, let me call the research department on the phone. Yeah, it's 1997. It takes place in 1997 in the post-apocalyptic wow. wasteland. Can't believe I remembered two numbers. Yeah, I know. I can't remember that. I had a hard time. I thought Barely. it was two. All right, now you uh, say, so we have a, a clean take of that. You say, it's set in, and then I'll say the year. It's set in... 1997. Yeah, in a post-apocalyptic alternate universe. You think it was an alternate universe? Well, that's what it says on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, but anybody can edit that. Yeah. Probably Dylan put that. He saw we were doing this movie. Ah, Dylan. So, Logan, what do you think of the movie? And do you think people should watch it? I think you should watch it if you're not afraid of gore. You like fun movies, and you like crazy things like I do. It's a pretty good movie. It's very, very violent, though. Like, a lot more violent than I actually expected. I didn't realize it was going to be this gory. What did you think of it, Matt? Yeah, I think maybe just that it has the word kid in the title. Maybe you expected (laughs) less gore, perhaps. No, I heard it was gory. Just I didn't realize how gory. Like, because this movie's really gory. Yep. It's got Gory Feldman in it. Yeah. I mean, if that was a person, that would probably be in this movie. That's what I chose to call the guy with the mask who never takes the mask off, because I, I don't know what his name was. I mean, it was set in the 80s, so I guess, or like not really set in the 80s, but like everything has like a really 80s, 80-ish, like 80s-ish. I don't know, whatever word that 80s-ish I think is the right word. It's a pastiche 80s movie type thing. Yeah, that. That yeah. thing. As far as 80s movies pastiches go, it's it's not as subtle, perhaps, as a Mac Grubauer, uh, but a uh, uh, pretty good job. One thing this movie doesn't do is subtlety. Well, but, uh, yeah, you asked me what I thought of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. I liked it when it first started. Then I didn't like it as much, and I figured I would kind of just barely like it, but I liked it more and more as it went along. 
It's pretty good. You should watch it. Check it out. Yeah, it's really a ridiculous movie. <laughs> you you should check it out if you want to see like a good spoof of like a dumb eighties movie. Yeah. More really more of a spoof of a dumb movie than than an eighties movie specifically, but I don't know. I think it's eighties like movie. I think it is really apt. Yeah, I mean the the taste of the eighties is smeared thick in your mouth the whole time. But uh, uh, I feel like it. If you have to pick one of those two things, I would say it's a, a spoof of a dumb movie more than a spoof of an eighties movie. Uh, I don't know. If you had to say which genre is this a spoof of, eighties or dumb, I would have to say dumb. I'd say 80s. Well, you'd be wrong. And then the person holding the gun to your head telling you to pick one of those two things would be forced to shoot you. But he didn't say if I got it wrong. He just said pick one. He's a fucking maniac, Logan. Look at what he's doing. Well, that maniac's also a liar. Yeah. I hope he feels good about himself. Yeah. So I think we both sort of recommended this with the caveat that you have to be into it. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to watch it yeah like i said it's pretty gory so be warned about that if you don't have a strong stomach or you like hate blood don't watch it but it's and, kind of awesome and if you do try and watch it if you're not sold right away maybe stick with it because like i said it uh it, it won me over won me over pretty quickly like honestly just because i love post-apocalyptic films too i'm a big fan of those and this delivered on that front, and it was just so ridiculous. Had lots of cool costumes, neat concept. I dug it. I dug it quite a bit. Then it took a real weird left turn, where like I was like, "This doesn't make any fucking sense." And I was like, "Ah, whatever." Uh, well, I guess we'll find out what that is in a second. But I was just gonna say, uh, I kind of didn't know how to take this movie. I guess for a little bit because there's a lot of things about there's a lot of little things about it that are bad and I was like okay I don't know if they meant that to be bad or not like it's clearly crazy and over the top and uh, ridiculous but there's just a lot of little things that are just not good as far as movie craft goes but uh, I'm pretty sure they knew what they were doing. Yeah, I think they did too. Honestly, like, this was a nice, I don't know, it was a nice contrast because you picked a few, like, really bad 80s films recently. Name one. Not, name one that I haven't picked last week. Deadly Friend. Uh, Well, that was a long time ago, but you didn't like that movie? <laughs> it was really bad. I thought you were a Wes Craven fan. Well, that movie got re-edited and changed, so... Well, he re-edited it and changed it. <laughs> At the behest of suits, but still. He did? I thought, was... like, they changed it after he finished. They went back and did a lot of stuff after he finished, but he went back and did it. They just asked him to. And he was like, okay, fine. I thought it was like he made the film, and they're like, uh, oh, we're gonna change this, like they did with Knights of Badassdom. Nah, he reshot all the reshoots. Oh, okay. And wrote them. Eh, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, but you don't get to talk about picking bad old movies, Logan. I think I do. Nightbreed, motherfucker. Nightbreed was a lot better than Teen Witch or Deadly Friend. Nightbreed was more interesting than Teen Witch. Yeah, most definitely. Because Teen Witch was a terrible awful. movie. Yeah, Logan, I never said Teen Witch was a good movie. I picked it because you made me pick a movie. And I hope you never make me do that again. Okay, I will keep that in mind for this week then. Wait, what? I have to pick again? No, I I said I'll pick it then. No, I'll pick one off the top of my head. I won't even what? look at my phone though. I'll just say the first movie when you ask. So I'll try not to think about that until you ask later. No, you said you didn't want to pick. I'm just I'm doing a solid for you, man. Don't worry about it. No, it's too late. I made a decision. I forget what or if I was talking about anything, but let's start talking about the movie. You made a decision, and then you're like, I'm like, okay, we'll stick with that decision. They're like, no, I don't listen to my decision. I'm making a different one. I don't recall this. That just happened like five minutes ago, or probably less. 
All right, so here's the spoiler zone. Now that we're 12 minutes in. Yeah, kind of like the danger zone, except there's spoilers instead of danger. I mean, it's kind of dangerous if you like. There's a danger of things getting spoiled for you, I guess. So I guess it's kind of like that. Yeah, like the kid in this movie. I have a little notebook here, and I have drawn a a map that's just as detailed as his map that about uh, the direction of this podcast, and it says danger zone across the top. Interesting. It's very interesting. Interesting. So this movie is uh, kind of... It's kind of awesome is what it is. <laughs> Tur- Turbo Kid kind of bases his identity on uh, fictional, I guess. Hero... I don't know. Like, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about that. It kind but... of blurs the line on that. <laughs> but called Turbo Rider. And just from what we see, as far as I can tell, Turbo Rider seems sort of like if Mad Max grew up in whatever country Tron is at. Uh, Turbo Rider is like a like uh fuck was like Captain Power I think not I think was a thing I don't know. It's got like a power glove that shoots laser beams. (laughs) Yeah, and he fights. And he fights robots in the comic book. He fights robots, and he's got a power glove, and he wears red. I gotta look up Captain Power now. You want me to call the research department? Yeah, do that. I want to know them to tell me everything about Captain Power. All right, hold on. Hello? Hey. Hold on, I'm talking to the research department, Logan. Fuck you, man. Yeah. Yeah, we need more information. You didn't give us nearly enough fucking information again. Yeah, well, sorry doesn't buy the, the biscuits, all right? So get into your fucking research room and find out what Captain Power is. All right, so, yeah, Captain Power, he looks a lot like Captain Power. Like, instead of gold, he's wearing, like, red. Instead of gold and blue, he's wearing, like, red and black, like, mostly red. This guy definitely played some Captain Power now that I'm looking at, the like, Lord Dread. Like, that kind of reminds me of some, like, Zeus in this film. Who is Lord Dread? Uh, apparently the Captain Power villain. Looks like a Borg, like a half-cyborg person. Alright, I'm getting a text here from the research department. They say there's no such thing as Captain Power. Motherfucker! Captain Power, like, you had this gun that was a spaceship, and then you played on the TV and you'd shoot, you'd shoot the gun at the spaceship, it was kind of like a video game. Or the spaceship gun at the TV? I, mean, I don't know, man. And there were action figures? I don't know what that is. Look it up. You can look it up. Get back with the research department later. You'll find it. Turbo Kit, or not Turbo Kit, but uh, Turbo Rider was definitely inspired by Captain Power. Definitely. Is it Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future? I think so. That's a TV show, this says. Uh, a, a video thing. It was video on TV, and you had like toys for it. Oh, then there's a video game made for it. It says based on the yeah, based on the TV show for the Commodore 64. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we solved the mystery of what the movie is about. Now, pick that movie. Wait, what? Huh? Huh? What? How? What? Oh, were you saying? Were you making a point? No, I don't, know, I don't know, man. Like, you were telling me to pick a movie. Like, we haven't really been talking about this one very long. Well, whose fault is that? I think it's yours. I think you picked it, so you need to talk about it. And then I'll jump in and tell you what's wrong with what you're saying. Well, I was talking about how, like, uh, he's like in, he's inspired by this comic book called Turbo Rider, which uh, it looks like it's kind of a parody of Captain Power. And then, like... Turbo Rider has this glove, which is like the Power Glove from Nintendo. That... Isn't it actually called the Power Glove or something? Uh, the... or, no, Turbo Glove. Turbo right? Glove, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it looks like a Power Glove. Yeah, it does. Exactly, like a Power Glove. Probably is like a modified one. They probably put some extra stuff on it. Alright, so it sets up, like, everyone rides bikes in, the, in this post-apocalyptic wasteland. I love that. <laughs> I do, too. It makes sense. It makes so much sense. And it was great in the movie because there's tons of these action scenes with people 
pedaling furiously. <laughs> that looks so stupid. But that was also a big thing in a lot of the 80s movies, too, is, like, people chasing each other on bikes. Yeah, and then flying off to avoid FBI agents. Uh, yeah, like, that happens in E.T. But, like, yeah, it's very common in 80s films for the kids to ride bikes. Like, it's incredibly common. I Yeah, I think that's because they were kids. Yeah. These were, uh, like, marauders riding bicycles around. Yeah, but, like, it still had the feel, like... The kid out running the bullies from like all those eighties believe in yourself films. It wasn't presented that way though. It was presented more like a Mad Max <laughs> sort of a world, but just with with bicycles replacing uh cars and motorcycles. Yeah, but those scenes like they like those scenes are like shot they're still chase scenes, like regardless of what vehicle they use. Like those kids getting chased on bikes in those eighties films, like it still felt pretty, like, I don't know, it was pretty, there's a lot of tension in those, as people, like, caught up to, like, were chasing them on the bicycles. I mean... Yeah, just like Mad Max, Logan. Yeah. That's what's wrong with what you're saying here. That's well, the first check mark I've made for me telling you you're wrong, I think. But I'm saying, like, they're both the same thing. Like, it's kind of a parody, like, the bicycle thing from the 80s, but you're saying, like, oh, no, it's more like Mad Max. It's the same, though. It's all the same. We're no, both it right, isn't. Matt. We're both right. <laughs> no, I'm more right, though. You're more right on, like, the political spectrum? No. Fascist? You're fat, shit. That's hurtful, Matt. You said it first. No, I said you're a fascist, like Hitler. Hitler was a fat shit. All right, let's agree to n not call nobody a fat shit no more except for Hitler. What <laughs> a fat shit. Yeah. Hitler. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Did you ever see his dumb face? Yeah, it was stupid. He had a stupid mustache, too. Yeah. Like, I almost wish he didn't murder himself so that he could be here and I could just punch his dumb face. That's, that's pretty violent, Matt. Like this movie. You know what? I try to keep my anger in check, but sometimes people look so fucking annoying like Hitler, I want to punch him. Punch I'm him sorry. with his stupid mustache? Yeah, he was a real piece of shit for looking that way. Yeah, I mean, that's probably like the worst thing about him, right? Far as I can tell from this picture that I'm staring at. Yeah. I had to look up who Hitler was. I mean, his name has hit in it. How can you not hit him? That's true. See, I would have thought that he would be destined for stardom because his name's got hit in it. Like, well, he was a pretty big hit. In a certain community. <laughs> Yep. So anyways, uh, I was making a good point about bicycles and yeah. uh, Frederick, the arm wrestler. <laughs> it's a cowboy who arm wrestles and their contest with arm wrestle involves brands on like <laughs> whoever loses <laughs> gets their hand like burned badly. Yeah, it kind of seems like arm wrestling is a big thing in this town. I think it's like in the wasteland because it's like free. People people yes. refer to him multiple times as the arm wrestler or Frederick the arm wrestler. Yep. Uh, I think one time he gets referred to as Frederick, Frederick the one-armed man or something or one-armed arm wrestler. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, the the villain uh, says that derisively at him at the end. Um, yeah. The villain, by the way, is played by Michael Ironsides from the TV show Ironsides. I don't think he's from that TV show. Well, how do you explain his name, Logan? How do you explain his name? I don't know, but he was in Starship Troopers and Total Recall. I might rest my case. Yeah, Michael Ironside is famous for being that guy who uh, looks like a who soldier. Was a crippled lawyer or something? I don't, I don't know. Remember what that show was about. You don't remember anything. You think it was like it was a detective, I think, in a wheelchair. Ironside. I think you're wrong. A third time. And they called him Ironside because like the iron on the wheelchair. Man, that's a really fucked up nickname. Yeah, I know. That's way more offensive than me referring to him as a cripple a few seconds ago, which I don't even think I did, really. <laughs> you just thought it real hard. I don't know. It might have been somebody else on the podcast that said it. It's hard to tell when we're talking all over each other like this. Sometimes people say things you can't tell who's saying it. By the way, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Matt. 
I'm Logan. I did not say that horrible thing about the disabled. Well, we can't say for sure, but now that we've introduced ourselves, the listeners will know going forward. Yeah. So, uh, Frederick, the arm wrestler, I feel like I didn't like him at first because it was so stupid, but then I thought it was pretty good, uh, <laughs> pretty good representation of like a bad part with a bad actor in a dumb, bad movie. <laughs> yeah, he's like the standard action hero. And uh, there's that moment when the kid first uh, runs into him, which uh, they never name the kid, by the way. It's just called the kid. Yeah. Everyone just calls um, him kid, I think, right? Yep, yeah, they just call him kid, and then... Or that kid. Eventually. Or Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid, yeah, when he fulfills his destiny. Um, he bumps into Frederick, and he's like, hey! <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, you don't come into a man's uh, uh, bubble, or something like that. He's like, it's my personal space. It's uh, arm-length uh, uh, space. is a comfort zone. And then uh, later when... When the kid meets Apple, he tries to explain to her, and he's like, you're in my manly bubble. I might use that term now for personal space. Your man bubble? Yeah. And then later, she's like riding on his bike on his back, and she's like, you're right, your man bubble is really comfortable. Yeah, I honestly think he was like way too apprehensive about a cute girl talking to him early on. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was a teenager, man, like. Teenagers, all those hormones. Although, maybe that's why. Maybe he was nervous. I don't know. It seemed like he was... I don't know. Yeah, I was I was thinking that was weird, too, the whole time. Which, she acts insane as fuck. Like, she's clearly a robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, but, um... she was acting really weird, but it's still, like... She was still a cute girl, and he was still a teenager. <laughs> yeah. I would have uh, had her join me as my companion, like, immediately. Uh, but I like crazy girls, so. Apparently he does, too. <laughs> Eventually. He's apprehensive at first, but he warms up to them. Got all those raging hormones. As you do. All those Cajun hormones. Wait, was this in the bayou or something? Why'd you say it, Cajun? Hormone? I said Raisin, but it might have been Cajun. I don't know. He might be Cajun for all I know. We don't know yeah. where it takes place at. Yeah, I was actually trying to figure that out. I'm not sure. I was trying to like see if there were any clues, but I didn't pick up on any. I did not either. Cool. Oh, here's another note from the research department. Neither did they. Well, Great. what do we pay them for? I don't know. I'm starting to think this is a scam. Who is paying them? Because I'm not. I am. What's I leave a bag of cash out in the bushes beside my house every two nights. Uh, Which nights? I got to check up on that. This was a test and you passed, Logan. I was trying to see if you were the mysterious research department. But... If you were, you probably wouldn't have tried to find out how to steal my cash because you would already know. So thank you for being a trustworthy friend who isn't the mysterious research department. Is it like a non-mysterious research department too? I fucking wish. That would be so much better than the system we have set up. That seems pretty inefficient. It's the worst. I have to carry a pager. I have to rush out of my office at any time that they uh, need me to do something. They want me to go to a, a, a phone booth, which is nearly impossible to find. I have to go to the museum where they have a working phone booth, like for historical reasons. What? I'm going to stop paying them. Yeah, I probably should. All right, so Turbo Kid, he's all obsessed with Turbo Rider who is a rip-up of Captain Power and fights robots. He's a champion of justice and friendship and fun for everyone. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, one thing you forgot to mention is that uh, the kid loves a fictional character called um, the Turbo Rider, and I think he's a rip-off of Captain Turbo Rider, who's, a, who's for justice. And fun for everyone? Yeah. Is he a master of karate, too? Because I think he could be. 
I think he wants people to think he is. Probably isn't. Yeah, I think he bought that black belt. You can do that, Logan. You can just really? buy him. You just buy yeah. black belts? Yeah, and just put it on, and then nobody will fuck with you. Just wear a gi everywhere? Those look comfortable. I should probably start doing that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Go to a convention to say, oh, I'm cosplaying, but really I'm just looking for an excuse to be like in my pajamas. Or you could just wear pajamas and say that you're Pajama Man. Pajama Man! Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so the full thing is, uh, Turbo Kid, like, introduced, like, you find out there's no water anywhere, people arm wrestle and get their hands destroyed for fun, and everyone rides bicycles, and that's this movie, and it gets crazy, because this guy called Zeus starts kidnapping people, and he turns them into ground stuff to get the water out of him and he meets this girl called apple who's really cute and he's like oh i don't like girls girls are icky and then he's like ah i like girls later on and he uh fights some bad guys uh blows people up people get mutilated torn apart uh there's like a totem pole of half bodies (laughs) (laughs) hey the water thing make you think of tank girl like, I'm sure that's probably been in other stuff, but that's what I thought of. Not really, because that's just so common on, like, anything post-apocalyptic is water, like, the need for water. I mean, like, specifically harvesting water from human bodies. Oh, no, I didn't think of that. Yeah. That wasn't Tank um, Girl? Yeah. That actually uh, brings me to uh, a question I have, though. You drink people, bruh? I mean, not yet. I mean, it might be a thing I do later on if it gets that bad. You ever thought about, like, trying it so you're ready for the apocalypse? I mean, I'd rather not. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, uh, the, the merchant, the merchant that the kid gets his shit from, that takes his shit that he salvages and gets his Turbo Rider comic book from, who, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, he was played by Simon Pegg. Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah, and just in heavy makeup, and the kid came in, he was all like, one half portion. Oh, you're joking, because Simon Pegg was in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, supposedly. I don't know if any of those are real. That could all just be made up, as far as I know. Anyways... Um, that guy, uh, after they they, uh, have the showdown with Zeus and they escape, that guy's like leaving and he, the kid tells him the water he's drinking. He's like, that's people by the way. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't have a problem with that. Like the Soylent Green, like eating people's bodies, that's cannibalism. But like drinking water taken from people's bodies? I mean, that's kind of natural. That's water. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, where do you think water comes from? I don't know. uh, The sky? It's weird. Then it's weird to drink people's urine. Yeah. I mean, that is weird. Oh. Well, maybe it is weird to drink people water then. Probably. I wonder if the, like, why, I don't know. Like, I wonder if, like, they pee in that machine when they're not grinding bodies up. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's really massive machine that has just one very specific purpose. I mean, unless they have like other things to filter it out, they might just pee in that too. Because it looks like it has a really good filtering system. Yeah. The water, when it gets to the like merchant to sell to people, looks awful. It looks really like nice and distilled when it uh, comes out for for all iron sides. Yeah, I mean, that water looked great. Like, that was crystal clear. Also, Zeus, I don't know, I don't know why, maybe it was just because the eye patch made me think of uh, Rooster Cogburn, but I, I kept thinking how great it would have been if the bad guy was played by John Wayne. Uh, I was thinking, like, why, I'm surprised they don't call him Odin. That would make more sense. Why? Because uh, he's one eye. Odin has one eye. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah. At first I was like, yeah, Zeus has one eye. I'm like, wait a second, Zeus doesn't have one eye. I think maybe he doesn't want to call attention to it. I mean, that's a thing. 
Like, if he lost his arm, he might not want to go by Stumpy. If your name is Stumpy, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, somebody might want to go by Stumpy, but I'm saying maybe he doesn't. Could have got, like, a chainsaw arm or something. So, like, if this dude just had, like, a chainsaw arm, then you would be like, why did they call him Zeus? They should have called him Stumpy or Chainsaws. Yeah, I would call him Chainsaw Arm. That'd be a cool name. Like, old Chainsaw Arm? Nobody would fuck with Chainsaw Arm. Got a fucking Chainsaw Arm. Yeah, CSA. Yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of... It's kind of an intimidating name. Hell yeah, and you hear somebody shout from, like, uh, uh, across the way, CSA! And everybody's like, fuck! Yeah. That guy kind of had, like, a Chainsaw Arm. That other guy did. With the, like, the blades, the table saw arm. Yeah, he did, and he he would always seem like he had one loaded to shoot at somebody, and then would turn on the, the spinny, slappy one. Yeah. I wonder if, like, could he, like, shoot that one, like, after while it was extended and spinning? Because if he could, he could have easily ended quite a few fights. <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't think so. I feel like... Like, he's got the spinny blade that he always has, and then he's got to load one in to fire at somebody each time before he goes up on somebody. Okay, so... Which is why, which is why he usually starts a fight with that and then doesn't do it again during that fight. Okay, so it's like he has, like, a... He has, like, a blade launcher, like, kind of like a slingshot of some kind, or... No, it's more like a Ninja Turtles pizza launcher. But he's got the... He's got the the blade that like shoots, and then he's got the blade that extends and spins. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise, half his fights wouldn't make any sense at all. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, that would be way more complicated to build. I feel like to make something that you can like have a new blade come out and spin and stab people, but then also fire it. Yeah, that would be a lot more complicated. Yeah, it's more uh, makes more sense to have two specialized blade weapons built into your your arm weapon. Yeah, I mean that was a pretty badass thing that like they just shot saw blades. Yeah, how do you like his mask? That mask was cool, and he got crazy hair <laughs> and his crazy eyes that you could always just sort of see underneath. Crazy eyes. Yeah, what was that guy's name? I don't even remember. I don't know. Ah. Uh... I kind of don't want to call the research department again. Yeah, those guys are useless anyway. Yeah, they're holding my cat hostage. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Was it Bagu? I don't know. I see someone's called Skeletron on this uh on this list, so. Oh yeah, and it's pretty high, so it might be. Bagu was the the traitor. Oh okay. He got called Bagu. I remember that. So I'm guessing Skeletron is the guy with the skeleton mask. The right-hand man of uh, Zeus. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Which, early like uh, the fight scene at the end, Frederick, when he's he's got a robot arm now, after his hand got cut off by that dude. Yeah, because he went to the robot cemetery. Yes, I love the robot graveyard <laughs> because <laughs> Apple is, is dying and they need a new, some kind of something. Bioelectric transmitter, I believe it was called. Yes, they need to pick up power converters. And um, so the kid, like, makes it finally to the robot graveyard after they... She gets her head cut off by Skeletor, and he, like, catches her head and falls off a cliff, and he leaves because he thinks they're dead. And then the kid, like, drags her head, and he finally makes it to the robot graveyard, and it's, like, just a little pile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. And most of them look like mannequins. Yeah, with the uh, circuits coming out of them. And also, some of that pile was comprised of trash bags, which may or may not have contained robot parts at all. Yeah. Also, I love... <laughs> he doesn't, like, find a replacement part. He takes Apple's cut off head and just duct tapes it on to another robot's body. I mean, that's all he really could do, because we don't even know what happened to her original body. I mean, he doesn't know how to do any of that stuff, but I love that it works. He just yeah. duct tapes it on there, and it works out. Yeah. 
Frederick, I just love uh, Frederick when they go in the big uh, fight scene at the end, and he he keeps punching Skeletron in his mask and hurting himself. <laughs> and he never gets over that. He never doesn't do that. It's just at the end of the fight when he finally defeats him, he like grabs his arm and pulls the saw thing off and then says some some line that I forget what it was. Well, I think, uh, I think he only punched him with his real hand once. Yeah, I think so. But I just thought it was funny that he did that at all. Like, punched him in his, like, metal mask. But then that's how he ends the fight, is he punches him in the mask again. With his robot hand. Dies, I guess. No, he, did you not watch the end of the film? Got oh, wait, never mind. Okay, I remember. No, never mind. Okay. It's like, did you just not watch the end? Nah, that was cool, though. We'll talk about that in a second. Speaking of Star Wars... What about Star Wars? There, When you see the uh, uh, flashback to uh, the kid as a kid... Yeah. Um, and you see how the one-eyed Zeus loses, lost his eye. It was the kid's mom shot him in the eyeball. Yep. They killed his parents. And then there's, like, a, a, a uh, hold-your-fire... Star Wars New Hope moment where the kid's like riding off on his bike and Skeletor's gonna go get him and then Zeus is like wait don't go kill him he'll probably die and I figured he just didn't want to bother with it because he seems like whatever he's gonna die because he would have had to chase after him on a bicycle yeah I mean it totally makes sense it just reminded me of Star Wars (laughs) yeah don't shoot that escape pod that's kind (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, let me press this button. It'll destroy that. And the guy's like, wait, no! There's no life forms on it. Oh, God, you almost blew up an escape pod with no life forms on it. Oh, thank goodness I'm good at my job and I do tons of speed. Yeah, I get annoyed by stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, let me just do this thing that'll take two seconds. It's like, no! Don't do that thing for it'll take like less than two seconds. Let me explain to you why not to do that thing that will cost no resources and take up twice as much time telling you not to do this, even though it doesn't really matter. Yeah, if I went back and did special edition of Star Wars New Hope, that's one of the things I would added where the guy's like, hold your fire, there's no life forms. And the dude's like, okay. And then uh, there's just like a second with the guy that gave that order. There's a beat, and then he goes... Fuck, robots exist. I forgot. I forgot about robots. I forgot that there are tons of robots that function the same as people, except better at storing information and transmitting information and surviving in desert worlds. That guy was really bad at his job. Yeah. I hope that guy got choked to death. Yeah. But anyways... Uh yeah, I just wanted to mention the the flashback. The kids' parents are played by two of the writer directors. Yeah, yeah. Which two? I don't know, and I hope I get my cat back soon. Um. So, what was your favorite scenes, Logan? Oh, I think my favorite scene was when they were about to kiss the first time, and she threw <laughs> up all spaghettios all over him. <laughs> That was pretty great. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, romantic fakeouts, do you remember when they were first, she like, started playing where they were chasing each other around? Yeah. And then it cuts and, like, comes down to a shot of him, like, kind of leaning over, like, almost horizontal from, like, maybe the chest up. And he's like... Like, looks like maybe he's doing sex. Uh, what? No, I did not think that at all. I'm pretty sure that's what the point of that was. Like, that they were playing, and then it showed him in that position, like, because it was just showing from that angle. And then she pops in from the side and, like, no, acts like, like it... she's out of breath, too. No, like, I don't even know where you're getting that from. Like, it had, like, his entire frame in that shot from, like, knees up. No, they didn't. I promise you. You want to look it up real quick? Ah, uh, maybe. All right. Let's go to the the thing. You go to that thing. 
I am. Are you? Are you doing that thing? I am. I'm doing it. Are you doing it? I'm doing it well. Are you? Are you doing that? Are you? All right, here he goes. Yep, it is above his waist. Are you sure? Yes. I am not. She's getting him to chase chase her around, and he's like, "Oh, you're fast." Playful montage. <laughs> and then it starts at a tower and pans down. To him bent over and it's just showing like his chest up and he's making like weird thrusting like deep breaths <laughs> and making like a weird grimacy face and then she pops in from the side and is looking at him like she doesn't understand why he can't run no good he's all out of breath and then she starts pretending to breathe deep too uh, I'm doing my own little research here Alright, watch that scene again. I'm watching it. See, I don't know where you got that. Like, It seems like he's... That's absolutely the intention of that. I don't believe so. There's no way that is not the intention there. I disagree. Holy just, shit. Just from like the placement of his arms. Look, he's not actually doing sex. But that's absolutely what the intent there was i don't agree i don't think that's the fake case at all yes it is i don't know like he's uh, first of all like him wearing a helmet for sex seems weird see <laughs> you're figuring out why he's not having sex i'm not saying he's having sex like i don't see how you so got the fake out i don't see how you got that initial thing at all like oh my nothing god nothing even looks that way all right, like just everybody that... watch this. Email HLTATMOW at Gmail and tell Logan that he's dumb. Like Logan, ask me what my favorite scene is. What's your favorite scene, Matt? I don't know. I wrote, I had a uh, running tally here on the side of my notes that I was writing down potential favorite scenes, and they're all bike-related. The first one is his first flashback when his mom is like <laughs> working on a bike, and she's like, Someday you'll have to learn to work on bikes your, yourself. And then there's like the creepy, like the bad guy riding in on a bicycle and just like these close shots of him pedaling and just the terror in her eyes. No, with this guy pedaling up on a bike. That was good. And then there's the, the guy that chases him on the bike. That scene was awesome. Yeah. Um, and holy shit, <laughs> the third one. Okay, this one is my favorite scene. <laughs> this one wins. When they catch the merchant and they are torturing him to find out if he knows about where to find the 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 two kids-ish people and Frederick, the arm wrestler, their torture method is they have him sitting in a chair and like have a little bit of his intestine pulled out through his stomach that intestine is attached to a cord and the cord is set up on the back wheel of a stationary bicycle and at his direction at zeus's direction skeletron gets on the bike <laughs> and starts pedaling slowly to pull his intestines out with a cord Attached to the wheel of a bike. It's so pointless. <laughs> he just take, does like a very partial turn. And the guy's like screaming. That's pulling it out. And they stop and question him again. And the guy is screaming like, This is... And Zeus is like, Ingenious. I know. He said thank you as well, I think. <laughs> yeah. And then after he gives them the information, 
he's like, can you help me put my guts back in? And he's like, sorry. He's like, do you have any idea how much time it took to set this up? <laughs> uh, they worked a bike into something <laughs> that they didn't need to. You seem to really enjoy that scene. I love it. Those guys love bikes. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. <laughs> It's pretty great, though. It was great. Also, it's... one of the more interesting kills in the movies, like you see guys' intestines get ripped out. It goes on for a while too. Yeah, there's um uh, the hammer seems to be a popular weapon in this movie, and that one dude in the fight scene at the end has the hammer nunchucks. Yeah, kind of want now. They're pretty great. Also, I like the fight. Well, the the pool, the pool fight scene with the uh, apple was pretty great too. I really enjoyed that scene. Oh, when they first, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and Apple says, "Oh, like Frederick says, all right, you're gonna have to like, I want you to just go up and hit that guy in the face." She's like, "Yes, sir, yes, sir," and then she just runs out like while they're making plans <laughs> with her stick with a garden gnome on it, and like beats the <laughs> hell out of one of the guys like before he even knows what's going on. <laughs> And they're like just standing there, like, oh, I, I guess that's our cue <laughs> to start fighting now. Yeah, and I like how she uh, gets caught up in the like she gets excited and starts chanting with them when they're introducing Zeus. Yeah. Um. Also, when they do, when he finally kills uh, uh Skeletron, he does it with an umbrella, right? Yes. That was cool. I don't know why, but just watching it, I thought that that would have been an amazing, like, little uh, comic sequence. Like, I just felt like it would have been cooler in a comic than in the movie, where he stabs him with the umbrella and then opens it and explodes him. And then he holds the umbrella up over him and Apple and they kiss while blood rains down. That was pretty great. Just forever, too. Just an enormous shower of blood. Like that. Yeah. But then the guy that he thought he killed, but I didn't think he killed Zeus, you find out, of course, is also a robot. Yeah. Did you know he was a robot, Logan? Uh, I guessed. Yeah. I didn't guess at first, but I figured he probably was when he didn't get exploded by the turbo glove. He yeah. just got, like, knocked back. And when he took that arrow to the eye like a fucking champ. <laughs> oh, I thought he was just a cool dude. Cool dudes can do stuff like that. Take an arrow to the eye with, like, no reaction. <laughs> yup. They can also walk away from explosions with no reaction. Remember that Batman comic that Kevin Smith wrote? Where uh, Batman said an explosion too close and pooped himself? Yeah. Hey, I didn't think about it, but we just proved that Kevin Smith thinks Batman is not cool. He acts like he likes Batman and thinks he's cool, but we proved he does not think Batman is cool. Too bad that's not canon anymore. I think pooping in your pants counts as a reaction, right? I think so. Or wait, did he pee? I don't remember. No, I'm pretty sure he pooped himself. Like The, the blast wave caused his bowels to... uh. I'm associating poop more with Kevin Smith. I don't know why that is. Kevin Smith, I know you're a listener. Write in. Why do we Why do we associate you with poop? Is it because you tell stories about yourself pooping a lot? I mean, Kevin actually looks a lot like Kevin Smith. Yeah, that sounds weird. Hey, what did Apple say she was? It was a friendship? A friendship bot, I think. I thought it was a different word than bot, but I don't know. Or friendship unit. Maybe. That's what the main bad guy calls her, friendship unit. I know what he was called because I wrote it down that he reveals he's a corporate companion. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's his model. Yeah. And so, of course, he's evil. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah. Arg. Also, he can apparently blast... Like, death ray out of his mouth. Yeah, I can shoot lasers out of his mouth. What the fuck is up with that? (laughs) Why does he have that power? Do you get, like, an upgrade later? Is that just, like, standard corporate thing? I don't know. I hope that's standard. Or maybe it's an add-on. 
like you can pay an extra uh two grand to get the death lasers that's some fucking weird ass shit man yeah oh yeah like well i might have a meeting where i need to shoot a laser out of my mouth hey you I, never know what goes on in those boardrooms man i gotta keep people in line he said he killed his boss with a golf club right his master yeah his master with his own golf club and he was modeled after his master so did he go rogue or i think he went rogue I'm also thinking, like, maybe it was a robot apocalypse. Like, one of my theories is that it was a robot apocalypse. Like, and uh, Turbo Rider was kind of a... Because he finds Turbo Rider. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that. First, uh, before I forget, I just wanted to ask... Like, I asked if he went rogue because he said something about following his programming or his directives or whatever. And I wondered if maybe his master said something that could be construed a certain way or he was like oh your uh your putt isn't very good and he was like oh yeah i challenge you to beat me with this putter i don't know anyways yeah. let's talk about the apocalypse yeah like when he's running when the kid's running away from uh this guy who like throws apple in the net before he knows apple's a robot uh he comes across this like he stands on something like it looks like a little hatch and it opens up beneath him and it looks like it's a ship of some kind. Yeah, it looks like a crashed spaceship to me. Yeah. And he finds someone dressed up in Turbo Rider's clothes from the comic book. And he has a glove called, like, the Turbo Glove that he literally finds out shoots a fucking laser from it. That ex- well, not really a laser. Like, just shoots, like, an energy blast that makes people I'm, explode. I'm pretty sure it's a, a Turbo Blast. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. They don't actually say that, but I can tell uh, with science. Yeah, like, that's what... I saw that part, I'm like, wait, what? And I was like, eh, whatever. I'll I'll go with this, whatever. But I'm thinking, like, maybe Turbo Rider was like a propaganda comic. Kind of like how in the Marvel Universe, Captain America comics exist, but it's more like propaganda. Yeah, that's a good theory, I think. And that there actually was, like, a robot uprising, and that's part of the reason for the apocalypse? Yeah, that's the, uh, there's, like, that weird video still playing for some reason on the ship, uh, saying something about defeating the robots. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. Hey, do you think this takes place on Gamma World? (laughs) I mean, Gamma World... In in Gamma World universe? (laughs) Well, the whole Gamma World universe was, the, the idea was, like, Universes are kind of collapsing in on each other. Right. But, like, yeah, this could be totally be a Gamma World campaign. <laughs> I really like, want to play Gamma World again. Like, he leaves at the end. Once he goes out of the territory he knows, it might be, like, 70s France. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Gamma yeah. World is, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Gamma World is, it was... Who doesn't know what Gamma World well, like what we're talking about is like a D and D fourth edition scenario kind of thing. It was like kind of a, it was a spinoff using fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons rules, where the whole idea was like universes were collapsing in on each other. It was so, because of the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah, and like all the parallel universes were just kind of collapsing in on each other. So you have different things and creatures from different parallel universes all in the same world, and it it was called the Big Mistake. So it kind of like destroyed a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of wasteland. It was. Po- pretty much a post-apocalyptic thing, but there's, like, animal people, high-tech, like, alien stuff, mutants, people, like, it was pretty crazy. But the big thing, like, uh, Gamma World, though, is there's, like, no actual humans anymore. Like, it's mostly just, like, mutants. There exist, like, uh, genetically engineered perfect humans and is is one of the classes or whatever. Yeah, it's one of the races, one of the origins you can get. Origins, that's what they call it. Yeah, it's called Origins. You'd take two different Origins, you'd roll randomly and get, like, throw them together. Like, you could be a... I think mine was, like, a cockroach fungus, where I was, like... I think my, I made my character a traveling salesman who had augmented brain capacity from the fungus. He was a giant cockroach who became sentient because fungus infected his brain. Uh, through combinations of the Origins, you can pretty much be anything that you think of off the top of your head. As illustrated by this story that I think is funny. A long time ago, I was telling Jamie, actually, about Gamma World. And I was like, 
yeah, you could like be pretty much anything you could imagine. Like, what do you want to be? And she's like, an electric dick. And I was like, oh, well, maybe you can't be everything. And then I was like, here, let me roll two at random. And the two things I rolled was lightning and fungoid. So mushroom tip, lightning, electric dick. Yeah, close enough. Yep. I really wanted to have a character called Sick Ass Dirt Bike with like Speedster and wheels. I just wanted to be a sentient dirt bike. That sounds really familiar. Did you not do that, or did you just tell me about that? I just before? told you about that once. I think I really <laughs> wanted to play that character. I really wanted that combination. I just wanted to, like do wheelies off stuff and ramp things. Yeah, because that's uh, there's a lot of leeway uh, as far as your origins go. I don't know how this turned into an ad for Gamma Worlds, which I don't even know. Can you still buy it? I don't know. It's probably hard to f- harder to find now. You could probably download the books, but it came with cards and stuff too. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, it's hopefully someone archived the cards and like made a program so you could just do that. Cause... Oh, I'm sure somebody must have. Hopefully, but like for example, you said wheels. If your origin is wheels or wheeled i think um, yeah wheeled yeah you could be a truck or a car or a bike or you could be a tire man like you could just kind of just decide whatever based off of that loosely yeah just like you have wheels you could be like one of those monkey the wheelers from like a return to oz or something or like uh rosie the robot isn't that her name yeah you could be that you could just have wheels or you could be sick ass dirt bike no, that's taken. That's the one thing about Game World. You can't pick anything that anyone has ever been yet. Maybe that's why you can't buy it anymore. No, time. that's what we decided, but... Well, that was really... Um, the the brilliant thing to me about Game World is the premise is like all of the universes uh, collapsed into one, and so some things disappeared, some things... like uh, uh, It might be like a patchwork sort of a thing, like this region... This region here is exactly like this place at this time, while the one right next to it is like it's a completely different place. But also things like sort of collapsed in like within themselves. So there's like weird mixtures of things. Yeah, there's also also the idea that everything is constantly in flux. So you get different things called alpha powers. So you just like suddenly sprout tentacles or something too. Yeah, but that's the the brilliant thing about it to me is because of that, um, it can be really anything you want. Like, any sort of role-playing setting you could imagine would make perfect sense in Gamma World. Yeah. But also, you might sprout tentacles. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, though. Tentacles are cool. I I can't disagree. You could, but you'd be wrong. That's why I can't, because I can never be wrong. can never be wrong? Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds like an awful life. Awfully good. No, it's just like you can never be wrong. Like that's sad. It's kind of sad. So you like being wrong? I guess that explains. No, a but lot. I like having I'll... the ability to be wrong. If I so like 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 well, I might screw up one time. You don't even have that option. Like it's like if you, you might screw up on something, you just can't even do it. Hey, you know what? You've convinced me. Now I want the ability to uh, be wrong, and since I'm not wrong, then that means I should get that. But wait, but I could be wrong about that, so maybe I'm still. Yeah, I'll just keep being right. So, what'd you think of the movie, Logan? I liked it. What'd you think of it? I liked it. You think there'll be a sequel? There might. There might be a sequel. Like I don't know if there will be or not, but it'd be kind of cool. Like, I'd feel good returning back to this universe. I'm sad about Apple, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, like, this... Dying, after all. Yeah. But honestly, like, I kind of felt that whole thing pull in my heartstrings. Like, it made me actually... It gave me something to care about. And, like, there was actually loss in the story. Like, there were consequences to their actions that they didn't really have much control over. Yeah. As Sam Elliott once said... I hate to see Apple go. Okay. Right. Hey, hey, Matt, what have you been watching recently? Oh, me? Yeah, I said, yeah, you. Oh, that was you talking? Yeah, it was me. What have you been watching? Um. 
Do you want me to tell you what I've been watching while you think about what you've been watching? Mm-hmm. All right, I watched Sense Eight, which is about thank you people who have different senses, like the that like we all have, except they can share their senses with other people, like a cluster of people with like there's like eight people that are connected that they can share their senses with. That's why it's called Sense Eight, and they also call them like themselves uh, Sensates in the show, or someone else calls them that. So it's kind of a double thing. It's uh, it was created by J. Michael Straczynski, who is a comic book guy. He also yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, he also created Babylon Five. I mean, Sense Eight's pretty good, but I like I fast forward through like half of it just because there's things like. Yeah, this is kind of boring, and I think they're just going to linger on this thing for a while, so I'm just going to skip like 20 seconds, 30 seconds ahead till they're, till they're actually speaking. <laughs> the fuck? I wish uh, there was the option to do... Um, have you ever watched uh, Blu-ray or DVD and play something in 1.5? No. Get it over with quicker? I have not. Everybody talks like this, and they walk around. And it just uh, makes things get over get over with a little quicker. That sounds like fun. Sounds like for people like me who got shit to do. Yeah, if it's not something that you don't like, need, you know, to to pay attention <laughs> that much. Well, like the whole thing is Sensei, like it's pretty good. Except, like I said, I fast forward through like most of it, just because it just seems like they're trying to like play dramatic music and play everything in slow motion half the time, and it's just, like. Oh, it's like, I don't fucking care about this. I just want to see them actually interacting or talking or someone doing something. I don't want to see, like, this this shot because, I mean, it's kind of pretty, but I can appreciate, like, that, like, three seconds instead of five or, like, ten seconds instead of 40. <laughs> like, I mean, I still see it when I'm fast-forwarding, too. Since 8 is one of those things that... uh I kept seeing all the time on Netflix recommending it to me. Although I think it says that I'll give it three stars. But I don't know. I was like, uh, yeah, I guess I should check it out maybe sometime. Yeah, that's kind of what it got me. Since eight. So I kept on putting it on there, putting it on there. I'm like, fine. Fine, I'll watch it. Fine, it's, Netflix. Uh, Straczynski and the Wachowskis, which. Yeah. That could go either way, honestly. Yeah. It's all. It's not the best, but it's alright. It's an enjoyable thing. Like, I really enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, I fast-forwarded through most of it, though. But it was pretty cool. And it's a Netflix original st- series, so, I mean, those are usually pretty good. Alright, well, have you watched anything else? Oh, that's all I've really watched so far. I'm probably going to go watch Deadpool today, or tomorrow. Well, hey, you asked me a question. Um, you asked, hey, Matt... What do you think you'll be watching in the near future? I don't know. There's this new show on Netflix called Love. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. It's got uh, Gillian Jacobs and Paul Rust, looks like. I'll yeah, I saw the ad for that. It was like, they put that on Netflix. I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch this. It's like just a trailer. It's like, fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> also, I'm probably going to watch the last season of Justified in the next week or two. Oh, cool. And I plan to go sometime in the next week to watch Hail Caesar. I'll let you know what I think about that. Okay, you're not going to watch Deadpool? I don't know, man. I kind of want to, but I'm thinking it's not going to be good. <laughs> I don't know. I have high hopes for it. Like, I've heard nothing but good Ooh, things. Don't do that, though. Either way, whether it's going to be good or bad, you're better off going in with low expectations. Well, from what I've been seeing about it, like, Ryan Reynolds seems like the perfect Deadpool. Like, Ryan Reynolds also is a big fan of Deadpool. Like, he's been... When when did Blade 3 come out? Because, like, during an interview for Blade 3, he said he really wanted to play Deadpool. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet, obviously, but uh, just based on the trailers... I feel like he would be a much better Deadpool if he was slightly less Ryan Reynolds-y. No, like, some of the jokes, like, land really, really well <laughs> from the trailers I've seen. I guess you saw different trailers. Well, I've you? seen, like, I think I've seen all the trailers. Okay, well then, yeah, you probably <laughs> did see a lot of trailers other than me. Yeah, did you see the 
yeah, you see Colossus. Well, I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to say it. Looks good, Matt. Looks like it's. He acts like Deadpool. He acts like Deadpool, man. All right, you're insane. All right, ask me a question now. Hey, uh, pick that yes? movie or whatever. Oh, is it that part of the show oh, yet it's, already? It's that part of the show now. All right. Uh, next week's pick is Dope. Oh, shit. It's on Netflix, dude. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was actually going to watch that. Yeah. And, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that. Man, Me too. Just recently went on Netflix. Yeah, so like, I'm watching it. Cool beans. Dope looks dope. I'm going to watch that. All right, guys. We'll catch you all later. That's dope, Logan. Indeed. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Hey, Let's Get Up and Get in the Movies. Let's be stars now. Let's all act in the movies instead of just watching them. If you want to chime in and tell Logan that he's wrong about that one segment that we argued about, uh, the uh, kids start frolicking about right about 27 minutes in. Keep in mind that it's been building to them hooking up the whole time, so you feel like it's coming. Tell Logan he's wrong. HLTATMOW at Gmail. Uh, you can read us on the internet and web us online next time when you do fine and you listen on to the listen scopes. I don't know. I'm sorry. Good night. I think it worked went pretty well. Yeah, I think maybe uh, higher energy because it's not late at night. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Cool. Dope indeed. So, uh, Logan, what's your bank account numbers? I'm not recording. It's none of uh, your goddamn business. Do you get that? Like spelled out on a telephone? Exactly. Cool. Thanks, dude. What's your signature look like? Describe that to me. Uh, it's like it's like a dick, but like five of them, like all fighting to be the king dick. They're like fighting over a crown. Is like which one's winning, or is it a different one every time? Uh, it's the biggest ones wins. Is it like a serialized thing that the fight is like ongoing? I mean, they all have, like, swords, and they're just, like, fighting and stuff. Check out Logan's newest signature to see what happens next. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I talk more when it's just me and you, because I have to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got, like, an hour or so worth of stuff, and I think we, I don't know. I think we have, like, a decent reporté. Reportage. It's pronounced reportage. Okay, we don't report rappertage. <laughs> Michael Rappertage. Rappertage. Rap, rap, rappertage. In the chamber door. Alright, man. I actually was recording that. I lied. Uh, okay. Alright. <laughs> 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 <laughs>